Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you are, no matter what time it is, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Welcome to the Go Ye There podcast. I'm your host, Leland Johnson, and we are so happy to have you with us today. Raising kids is tough. Raising kids in a different country, tougher. Raising kids in a different country that can return to the United States and live well-adjusted lives that are pleasing to the Lord? Well, let's get started. Psalms 127 verse 3 says, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Having children is an incredible blessing from God, and getting to see those kids growing up beside you serving on the mission field is a special gift. But trying to understand the mental and emotional effects that life as a missionary has on our children is really difficult. Many times, children don't necessarily open up to their parents to share what's going on inside. And even if they wanted to, they may not know how to completely express what's happening on the inside. Today, we're going to talk with an author and speaker, Tanya Crossman, who's going to give us some help in trying to understand not only what's going on in our children's lives, but also to know what to do ourselves and how to help them. Let's get started. Tanya Crossman is the author of Misunderstood, The Impact of Growing Up Overseas in the 21st Century. Tanya was born and grew up in Australia before having her own experience as a third culture kid. Since that time, Tanya has devoted a large portion of her life to mentoring, teaching, and training on the subject. She's coordinated over 35 camps and conferences for teenagers, and she's a noted speaker and expert in the field. Tanya, it's great to have you with us today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Tanya, almost all of our listeners either have children, plan to have children, or have had children that have lived in another culture. Would you start off by explaining a little bit more about what a third culture kid is? Put simply... A third culture kid is someone who grows up outside their passport country. We're not talking about home country plus host country equals a mixed culture. We're talking about cultural influence. The first culture is your legal culture. Any country in which you have legal standing, uh, passport usually. The second culture is a geographic culture, and that's any culture you meaningfully interact with. So that's going to include any countries you've lived in plus any cultures that come from your ethnic heritage. The third culture is the experience of living in between all of that influence, of living in a place that's not your legal home and likely never will be. They feel emotionally connected to a place in which they don't legally belong and be legally connected to a place in which they spend very little time. So it's not about a combination of where you're from and where you're living. It's this distinct way of life that encompasses both and the space in between them. The shared experience of of a third culture childhood comes from negotiating these differences between cultures, even if you yourself aren't moving location very much. All expats live in the third culture, but adults and children experience it very differently. Adults are viewing their international experience through the worldview shaped by their own childhoods, whereas a TCK's worldview is shaped by an international childhood. And this determines how they view the rest of the world, including their home country. If you interact with more than one culture as a child, it affects the way you understand life and the world and yourself. 
TCKs grew up learning more than one way of experiencing politeness or all sorts of different things. And this all happens during their developmental years. As a parent, I want to help my kids with the challenges that they face. But, you know, sometimes it's really difficult to connect. How do I even know that my child is struggling with these issues? Yeah, that's a really good question. Your kids might not be struggling as such, but they're absolutely affected because childhood experiences shape who we are. They don't consider their lives particularly difficult or challenging, partly because they have nothing else to compare it to. Um, and partly because often they only see the difference when they move back to their home country. You know, throughout all of the different issues and things that come up, more than 80% of TCKs I surveyed said they were glad to be TCKs. The reality is that childhood can be difficult anywhere, both from the child's perspective and from the parents. And I think the tricky thing for expat parents is that the cultural difference in how your children are growing up means that there is a lot you won't automatically or instinctively recognise about their experience. This exposure to multiple cultural frameworks as children means many TCKs learn to take off and put on different cultural constructs, just like a different sets of clothes. And often they can learn to put on adult behaviour and Christian behaviour in the same way. So they can act out an intellectual or spiritual maturity well beyond their chronological age. But sometimes it's more a matter of external act rather than a reflection of an internal process. They might have that emotional maturity and they might have that spiritual depth, but they might not. There can be this distinct gap between the inner life of a TCK and what they present outwardly. A lot of TCKs, including missionary kids, feel this pressure to be perfect, present their country, their faith, their God, their parents' organisation. And then when they're in their home country, they're representing their parents and their host country that they love. Often they'll be put on a stage or they'll be a representative in some way. And all of that means it's really important as parents to make your family home a safe place where your kids can really be themselves in whatever language, with whatever worldview and with whatever feelings. That they be free to say positive and negative things about the countries and cultures they're connected to. TCK spends so much time having to hold back parts of themselves so they fit into each situation they experience. If you as a parent have these cultural expectations for them as well, they'll learn to show you what you expect to see rather than sharing their true selves with them. Even if they seem to be expressing something in an immature way, might be a child trusting you with feelings that he doesn't totally understand himself, letting them express their feelings fully without jumping into fix-it mode and telling them it's going to be okay is a, a really crucial skill, I think, for all parents, but especially for parents of TCKs. Jump straight into looking on the bright side before the kid finishes, they learn to stop sharing their sadness, suppressing the grief they feel about challenges in their lives. And that suppressed grief is probably the biggest long-term challenge for TCKs as they grow up. Speaking of that home environment, some parents tend to go native and begin living like the people in their host country. Others try to retain their American pride, their, their country that they grew up in, those traditions, especially at home. What impact do either of these have on how our children adjust as third culture kids? Well, the first thing to keep in mind is that by moving your child away from your home country, you've, you've already changed their connection to it. Your child will not feel the same way about your home country that you do, no matter how you act in your home, because their formative childhood experiences are not happening there. Either you're going to be disappointed in their lack of patriotism, for lack of a better word, or they're going to learn to act 
the way you expect in order to make you feel better. And it could be both. I've seen that happen in different families around the world. Actually, something interesting that came up in recent research I've been working on was that um, when asked about patriotism, TCKs of different nationalities all referenced American expats as their example of what patriotism looks like. The American pride thing is a bit of a stereotype among expats. This can actually be an extra difficulty for American TCKs because in the international environment, they feel very patriotic that they're, you know, they feel this American identity. And then they go back to the States and realise that they don't actually share the same patriotic perspective and sentiment as peers who live there. Something really helpful parents can do is just recognise the difference in your child's experience, that your child's not going to feel the same attachment to your home country. And actually, there's a need to grieve that to acknowledge the sadness that you can't completely share this aspect of your life and your childhood with your own child. Um, it's something that happens to immigrant parents as well, you know, that their, their children are growing up so many different, don't have the same connection. Also probably going to feel differently about your host country. As parents, you've had some choice in where you, you've lived, whereas most of the time children are brought there and that's just where they're growing up. They're connected to the host country because of a decision their parent has made on their behalf, which is on behalf of their children all the time. It doesn't it's not just a TCK thing, and that's fine. Um, but it needs to be okay for your child to feel differently than you do about the countries that matter to you. You can affirm that. That is so helpful for kids, that you affirm that it's great that they feel this way about this country or that country, and it's okay if they don't feel a particular way about whichever country. It's really important for TCKs to have an understanding of and appreciation for each of the countries they're connected to, but they're not always interested in it, which can be a bit problematic. Forcing it can be counterproductive. One great way to do this is by creating family traditions that celebrate holidays or festivals from each of the different countries that you're connected to. Wow, that's that's really great information. Since some of our missionaries work as teams, maybe I'm listening to this and I don't have kids, but I'm working with a missionary who does. Is there anything that I can do to help? Yes, definitely. Missionaries have a really important role to play in the lives of their teammates' kids. So that or you're married without kids or your kids are at a different life stage. TCKs desperately need adults in their lives to befriend them and walk alongside them. And I've heard so many stories from TCKs about the incredible influence of adults who took an interest in them, listened to them. Having a, a family friend or a mentor who invests in them really means the world. Just having someone to talk to and give them perspective who's neither a peer nor an authority figure is a huge blessing. So for parents, one great thing to do is invite other adults into your home and your family life, the singles and the couples and other families, providing those opportunities for your kids to meet adults who can invest in them. What would you say would be the biggest surprise to parents to find out about their children? I think for a lot of parents, um, it just never occurs to them that their child is having a different experience. Well, I have the same passport as my child. We're living in the same country or the same series of countries. Uh, and it just doesn't occur to them that their experience is, is markedly different to their child. We, we forget sometimes that childhood experiences are defining experiences. So when you're raising your child in a different culture, their childhood experiences are different ones. So what's marking their childhood and their development is different to what marked yours. And so the whole landscape of their childhood is different, which means that they put together the world and how it works is different. Um, an example of this would be one thing that TCK said to me over and over again was that they learned the lesson that everybody leaves because their, their world was full of a lot of impermanence. 
either they were moving or their friends were moving or they had short-term teams coming and visiting and then leaving again constantly. And so this build relationships. Some jump in really deep, really fast, because you never know how much time you're going to have and you need to make the most of it. Others can be extremely cautious about their true selves because the closer they get to someone, the more it'll hurt when they inevitably leave. So it's these kind of lessons that they learn about how the world works that makes their perspective so different to their parents. If you could take a few minutes and just tell us about your book and the things that you've put there for us. My book came about because I'd started speaking to groups of of parents and youth workers and they'd be asking for resources. And so what I do is I sort of stand in the gap between the TCKs I've spent more than a decade listening to. So for this book, I interviewed nearly 300 TCKs. I did a survey of 750 TCKs. And then I wove those stories together into a narrative explaining how international experiences in childhood affect worldview and therefore behaviour. So the whole book is littered with stories of TCKs talking about their experience and from a diverse range of backgrounds, 86 different passport countries. A lot of TCKs, they can't really explain this kind of thing until they've been old enough to process their experiences and recognise it. So my goal is to give you as parents an insight now into things that your kids can't yet articulate. The title of the book is Misunderstood because that's how so many TCKs I interviewed felt. It came up over and over again as they told their stories. A third of those surveyed felt misunderstood by their parents and half by their extended family. And there were similar figures for their peers, both in their host countries and their home countries. To create an easy read, not too academic, um, not too heavy, full of stories, that's going to be encouraging both for parents and for the TCKs themselves, giving parents a window into their children's experience and making TCKs feel understood. Actually, just this week, I got a message from an American MK in his mid-20s, now living in the US, who read the book in one sitting and cried at the relief of feeling someone understood. And my very first fan letter was from a teenage MK in Central Asia who related evacuation when she was eight and said, reading my book was the first time since then she'd felt someone understood her. And that is my goal, is building these bridges of understanding between TCKs and the people who care for them. One other question, and we'll, we'll get you finished up. What would you say is the biggest thing that a parent needs to know about their child? I actually have spoken to three groups of missionary parents in the past year, in three different countries, actually. Um, and one of the biggest things I tell them is a book like mine will give you lots of ideas about what might be going on in their life, but it might be completely different as well. So the biggest skill that you can learn as a parent is making home a safe place, making your relationship a safe one that your child can actually tell you what they think and how they feel, and then taking them seriously, even if it doesn't seem like a big deal to you. As someone who has literally written a book on this stuff, I still miss it. So here's the time that I got it completely wrong. I was talking to a daughter of a friend of mine. She was nine years old, had been living in China, and really unexpectedly the family was going to have to move back to the US. Uh, They had, I mean, weeks' notice, not much. And so I was talking to the nine-year-old and I was asking her how she was doing. And she was so angry. She was complaining about this and that and it's not fair. and And I heard the words coming out of my mouth saying, it's okay, you'll make new friends. And I couldn't believe I was saying this. This is the worst thing to say. Because what I was doing was I was telling her, you know, you've got to be happy. Because when you see a nine-year-old or any kid who's that upset and angry, you, you want to make them feel better. And we try to do that by telling them to feel better. Here's all the good things. Think about good things. And I jumped to the bright side much too fast. 
and I stopped. I caught myself. And I said, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. This is really hard, and it's okay that you're feeling angry. Tell me more about it. How are you feeling? And so she came and she sat on my lap, and she just talked for five minutes, sad about and angry about. And I just, just listened. I didn't try to tell her to stop feeling that way. I just let her talk. And at the end of her sort of talking, she just looked at me and she's like, okay. <laughs> that was all. She was happy. She gave me a hug. She walked off again. Uh, and I realized this is what we need to do as adults in TCK's lives is just give them space to say those things, give them permission to have those feelings because then they get it out and they can move on. The faster we can process our grief, the less likely we are to hold it back and for it to sort of you know, sit there in the background for a long time. Whenever you read TCK literature, you hear about suppressed grief and it coming back later on, people have these sort of piles of stuff that they haven't processed. And um, I've seen that work out in the lives of especially uh, young men in their early to mid-20s having sort of breakdowns and, and episodes of depression because they haven't learned to process all this stuff through their past. But if we can just let children talk, be sad, be angry, be whatever they feel then they're going to learn a healthier way to live and to process the ups and downs of this incredible, fantastic life they have overseas. Wow. You know, Tanya, thank you so much for sharing this information with us. We look forward to getting the opportunity to read your book and to learn more about what you've written there. It will certainly be a blessing. Thank you so much for joining us. You're so very welcome. I love talking about this, and I love when people take an interest in how to help their kids grow up. So thank you so much for that. I hope that today's show was a blessing for you. This episode completes our last episode for this calendar year. Since our show releases on Monday and the next two Mondays are Christmas and New Year's, we're going to be taking a few weeks off for the holidays. We've got some great shows lined up for you for next year and are looking forward to being back with you. We want to say thank you to all of you for joining us over the past two months and giving us such a great start. Thank you for giving great suggestions and show ideas for the future. Let me just remind you of three quick things that we haven't talked about in a while. Number one, we have way more listeners than we do followers on Facebook or Twitter. Remember that they're a great way to not only keep up with information about the show, but also to keep in contact with us. It's also the best way that we have to let you know about anything that's going on with the show. You can post or repost information about the show for your missionary friends to see. And of course, the best Christmas gift that you can give to us is to tell someone new about the show. You can find us by searching Go Ye There, all one word, on both Facebook and Twitter. Second of all, you can subscribe to our show via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or whatever your favorite podcasting app is. Remember that on our website, there's a schedule of upcoming shows, and you can also click to listen to the individual episodes. Remember that if you're listening to our show from the website each week, to click the Get Show Reminders button to receive a show notification anytime that a new episode becomes available. Our website is www.goyethere.com. Last thing. If you want to suggest new show topics, ask a question, leave comments, or get in contact with us, you can always do that through Facebook or Twitter, or you can email us at contact at goyethere.com. 
We hope that you have a Merry Christmas from wherever you're listening from and that the Lord blesses you with a safe and happy new year. God bless you, and we look forward to being back with you again in 2018.